Hi, thank you for tuning in to State of the Arts, a podcast where artists can connect, debate, chat, and perform during these very difficult times. I'm Lee, your hostess of Ceremonies, and this is episode seven. My guest this week is a former ballet partner of my uncle Lawrence Lamb. <laughs> a warm welcome to Manching Tom, who is a certified yoga instructor, stretch class instructor, and ballet instructor. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure, Lee. I'm so honored to be invited. It's such, it's such a pleasure. It's an honor to have you here, Manching. <laughs> Um, so you've been teaching a lot of Zoom cl classes, and Joe and I have actually taken some of your stretch classes and found them to be so therapeutic. Uh, is yoga and stretching, would you say that's interconnected to ballet? Oh, absolutely. I didn't discover yoga until about six years ago. And before that, you know, I was a hardcore ballet dancer and had about 20 years of professional career out of that. Uh, and it's really funny how I discover yoga. As Lee, you know, you are a dancer yourself. And a lot of times we're prone to regular injuries. This one time I, I ruptured my Achilles tendon, which is huge. So there's a lot of time, downtime, you know, staying away from dancing. And as I was going through the healing process, I said, I have to do something. I can't just sit, you know, I can work other parts of the body. So a friend of mine dragged me into a yoga class and I just come, I was completely mesmerized because I found it, find that yoga incorporates so much with breathing, which is it's not completely new, but it's so intense. It's, it's goes side by side, you know, breathing and yoga. You just can't separate them. And I just find that this is the only form of, oh, probably, you know, that 99% of all the illnesses are from stress. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> stress related. So it's so important, I find, that for myself, for everyone else that I have the pleasure of teaching, that you, you just try, really try to do what you can to relieve anxiety and relieve stress. And I just find that anything that's yoga-based is extremely therapeutic in that aspect. Yes, amazing. Uh, and um, my uncle Lawrence was raving about your ballet bar class. He absolutely loves it. <laughs> now, Lee, you study ballet when before right i studied yes i studied a bit of ballet i feel ballet is such an important foundation for all dancing no matter what type of dancing it is especially in ballroom which i'm in and latin dancing it's just it's the groundwork for posture and styling and just everything movement right yeah yeah i'm just curious because i am completely not that knowledgeable on ballroom dancing. So what did you find that in particular from ballet that you found it transferable to ballroom dancing? Is it the balance? Is it, you know, specific, you know, technique that you picked up? Uh, well, it improves. The, ball, the ballet actually improves the technique in ballroom and balance and um, spins and uh, it's it just kind of the glue that 
holds it together. I mean, if someone who's not ballet trained, you could tell when you see their ballroom dancing, it's, it's not as sharp, it's not as crisp. It's, it doesn't, they don't have those poses and fine lines that you would see from someone who's had at least a little bit of ballet training. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's great. It's actually very comparable to music. Um, Joe said that classical training is um, a great foundation for jazz or blues or oh. other type of music. It just reminds me of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. It is. I've admired how you adapted to the current circumstances. You've been using Zoom and limiting numbers of students in in-person classes. How do you find the transition like during these unique times? It, it was very challenging at first. So the pandemic hit us in, you know, sometime in mid-March. And uh, I'm sure in my, in my mind as in everyone else's, it's going to be temporary, a much shorter period than we think. We're now into 2021, almost going into one year, right? And well, at that time, I, I'm what you call a textbook out, uh, you know, workaholic. <laughs> so for me to suddenly just halt, everything has to stop. Our dance studios close, shut down. And it really forces us as artists, I'm sure you know, know. To, to think of creative ways to continue practicing our whatever art form you're doing. Also, I also found that at this time, I was talking to you prior to our recording that I am really on the bottom of the technology expertise, you know, scale. So it also forces me to, you know, quickly learn the ins and outs of navigating through, you know, the Zoom platform at um, work at the college, we also use Microsoft Teams, and that's completely new to me as well. When you have the motivation and you want to you know, not stop and not give up, it, it really motivates you to pick up and learn anything that you need to. On the side note, I find it very fulfilling and just to try to do what I can to contribute to the community. Whenever I feel really down and out, I always think to myself, it could be worse. Yeah. There are other people who is in the worse situation than I am. But the bottom line is, you know, I, I learned how to count my own blessings. But it took me longer than, you know, like my college age sons. It probably takes some shorter time to pick up all these technology than I did. It, it took me, you know, trial and error and playing around. And, you know, it took me a good two, three weeks to really grasp how to navigate through Zoom, which is the platform that I use to it teach. Has, that's a, I think that's the most popular one, too. It's most people are using that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, stretching is very beneficial for everyone, no matter the age or physical capacity. So um, would you like to elaborate the importance of stretching for the human body? You know, the purpose of stretching is um, we want to, you know, increase our joint mobility. A lot of times, you know, we have, may have, you know, chronic problems, you know, nagging pains or stiff back, stiff hip joints, and the more mobile we are with our joints, it actually 
relieves pains in other areas of the body that you may not know of. So that's one of the major benefits. For example, somebody who may have chronic back pain where we want to open up all the major joints that's close to there. So a lot of students may be saying, you know, uh, my back hurts and why are you stretching my hip joint? Because <laughs> all the joints are really intertwined and related, you know, connected in our body. Yeah. And the more mobile you're with your hip joint, it actually, you know, the, the more flexible you are, the less likely you, it, it, you will get hurt too seriously if you ever like, like fall down in the snow or something. That's really a great benefit. It also really boosts your energy level. When you're always feeling tight and stiff all the time, you know, it, you, it really makes you, the whole person feel down. And so it really boosts your energy level and it definitely relieves a lot of stress because when we are stretching and applying yoga breathing technique to your stretching, which is, contributes a lot to deep tissue stretching, you have to utilize your breathing technique. We usually don't advocate shallow breathing, and that's when a, pres- a person is in stress, that's how they breathe. A normal person walking around during the day at work, they're always breathing very shallow. So when we learn the deep breathing techniques, it really releases all your tension and it helps you relax. The more relaxed a person is with their muscles, the deeper they can work their stretches. These are really major components. <laughs> and there's mental benefits for it too, because I always felt very relaxed after your classes. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And that's how it, it should be. And that's really a great benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gets your endorphins up and you get into a good mood and Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. (laughs) You're ready to take on the day with a positive attitude. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I understand you do some charity work for your synagogue. I think that's very admirable. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, belong to a very small um, synagogue. You know, we don't have as big of the budget of, you know, huge synagogues in, you know, for example, in Scarsdale or something, you know, in Westchester County, you know, the more north you go, the smaller town you're at, (laughs) you're in White Plains, and that's a huge city. (laughs) And there are a lot of large synagogues in White Plains, but, you know, we're, we're always living month to month, especially when the pandemic hits, we have to stop all the in-person fundraising events. We have to stop recruiting you know, students to our religious school. In terms of, you know, finance, um, the synagogue took a really big hit. As with a lot of other small businesses, I'm sure you know. You know, I was really grateful that I found a way to do a little bit that I can do to putting aside two whole months um, teaching yoga, all the proceeds. I just don't contribute it all to our synagogue. And that was, and I just felt like that's the least. (laughs) I could do, you know, for my little self. That's great. I think it's so important for artists to give back, even if they're, even if they're struggling artists. I think they should do some type of volunteer work where they could give their art away to, to people in need or to a religious organization. I, I do yeah. volunteer work um, uh, teaching some cancer patients on, on Zoom how to dance. 
that's very, great. So that's rewarding. That's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's really uh, a, a gift that gives back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I could totally relate to that. I'm a cancer survivor myself. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, and it's, and it's, it's really great. You know, we're so fortunate that nowadays, you know, cancer is not one of the scariest type of cancer to get, you know, because, you know, um, you know, I, I had fought and uh, dealt with, you know, breast cancer and that's, we're really lucky. There's so much research being done and, and we've come a long way since 10, you know, 20, 30 years ago when my own grandmother's generation, she died of breast cancer and she was only in her early sixties. Yeah. I, I lost my grandma too, before I was even born. My father, really? yeah, she passed, uh, she was only 57, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I never even met her. You never met her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's so sad, it but you know, but we've come a long way and, you know, yeah. Thank God, these current times. <laughs> um, so um, if someone listening would like to um, take one of your classes or, or all of them, <laughs> if they want to get in touch with you, how would they go about it? I, I'm not that great with um, social media, but I have immersed myself you know, um, heavily into Instagram. So they can reach me on in Instagram. It's just yoga with man chain at Instagram and you just search through the search bar, you'll find me there and there'll be connections and ways to contact me to sign up for a class. That's great. And if they'd like to make a donation to your synagogue, is there a website they could go to? Oh, absolutely. Our, everything is go a lot by acronyms now. Um, I belong to a synagogue that's called Reform Temple of Putnam Valley and it's short, abbreviated. So it's just RTPV. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's simple, short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, time's almost up, and I want to thank you so much. It was just so wonderful having you on my show. It has been such a pleasure. Again, I have so been so honored to hear from you and participate in your podcast. It's just absolutely wonderful experience. Thank you for doing this, um, you know, for our audience. I, this is so important, you know, for you to coordinate this wonderful program during these crazy times. Uh, thank you, Manching. It is my pleasure. <laughs> and thank you, listeners, 